This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are back rocking and rolling, ladies and gentlemen. Fresh week, new energy, new content on what is the hottest form of Alabama football talk. This This right here is In My Own Words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios. Got a great week of shows planned out for you, ladies and gentlemen. We will dive into my five impactful freshmen for the University of Alabama football program for the upcoming season. We will also go into the five teams I feel like will challenge and or push the tide in the regular season for the coming fall. But we start this show off by going to the Touchdown Alabama Magazine hotline where we have a two-time SEC champion, a three-time BCS national champion. This is the pride of Andalusia, Alabama, the former Alabama linebacker, Nico Johnson, locked and loaded on In My Own Words. My brother, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me on your show. So excited, Nico, to have you join us live via the In My Own Words hotline for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. If you're just now joining us, folks, we got Nico Johnson on the line, two-time SEC champion, three-time BCS national champion, even had a stint in the National Football League as he was drafted in 2013, fourth round to those Kansas City Chiefs. And right now, he's taking that venture to the coaching ranks. That's going to be very exciting. But, Nico, in in years past, recruiting uh, was different, but now it's even utterworldly different because you've got a lot of showmanship that takes place in recruiting. You know, guys putting out these videos. Uh, You have guys that try to keep the fans on the edge of their seat and almost trying to get them a mini heart attack on which school they're going to choose to spend their next three to four years. You have the huddle sites that have been, that have made it a lot more accessible. It's different now than what it was in years past. So, you know, my thought to you is, What was it like for you going through the recruiting process and what sold you on Alabama? What sold you on Nick Saban? Um, the process was, it was, it was different than what I was used to. I wasn't used to that limelight. Um, I wasn't used to other people other than people in my hometown knowing who I was. Um, so that was bittersweet. Um, but compared to, to back then when I was getting recruited, pretty much everything you said. I mean, we didn't have huddle or anything like that. Shoot, I went back uh, a couple weeks ago. The only video I had out was uh, a YouTube video that some kid at my high school put together for me. 
So, I mean, it, it's a lot different. But that process, uh, it, it's, it's somewhat still similar, but it, it was more so of just kind of getting yourself in front of coaches and, and going to camps and, and, and being able to showcase what you can do in person. Because like you said, we didn't have all the things that the kids have nowadays. So it was a lot it was a lot harder back then than it is uh, nowadays to get noticed. Uh, but the one thing that sold me on Alabama was I I wanted to become a better man uh, and not to take nothing else from any other uh, uh, schools, but I wanted to become a better man. And I felt like Kirby Smart was going to make me a better man and a better football player. And Saban was going to make me a better man and a better football player. And at the same time, I was going to be able to... to to play with a good group of guys and that and then you know uh, being able to to get a, a education uh because shoot I, I was the first of, of five kids out of my mom to graduate from college and, and get a degree so uh that was one thing that coach Saban you know when he came to my hometown he never talked about football it was always about school and all those things that my mom wants to hear is uh, becoming a better man, uh, being able to get that education uh, to help myself later in life. Just continuing on with this conversation, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined here via the phone line, the In My Own Words hotline, with former Alabama linebacker Nico Johnson. You got a chance to play with a lot of great players, Nico. When you look at Rolanda McClain, Eric Anders, C.J. Mosley, Dante Hightower, Courtney Upshaw, I mean, the list goes on. We can go all night ripping off of these names, but you play with a lot of special players, but a lot of these guys still in the league right now but you were one that you always found yourself in the right spot at the right time making those fundamental plays may not have been always flashy but making the right tackle stripping the ball at the right time uh creating that turnover just being in pocket trusting that the process that nick saban has become known for for putting out there so to you what went into your specialty you know as a linebacker what went into your film study what went into your process what went into your effort of making sure you know i'm in the right spot i'm reading my keys i'm handling my business as an athlete on the field um Kosebi created early in my 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 first two years in my college career um Kosebi stayed on me top um, and he kind of set me down and brought me to reality and, you know, told me my strengths and told me my weaknesses. But one thing I've always pride myself on is knowing where to be and knowing what to do at all times. Um, and as far as film study, I, I just wanted to know uh, what the, the opposing offense was doing before uh, it even happened, before the ball was snapped. So I watched tons and tons of film. Um, and then at the same time, we get tons and tons of reps in practice. So by the time I got to the game, uh, it was so easy. I'd seen it a ton time, uh, a, a, a ton times uh, before the game. So going into the game, it was just kind of just smooth selling for me. Um, but Coach Saban created uh, a perfectionist in me early in my career because it's like I, it wasn't that I was trying to please him. But it was one of those things where I do things right, and, and just being honest, it, looking back on it, I never kind of got praised for it. So I, I kind of created in my head that, you know what, every play I'm going to try to be perfect. 
Every play, I'm going to be in the right place at the right time. Every place, play, I'm going to do my job. And I didn't want to be that one player that caused the defense to suffer. And I just felt like if I did my job, you know, be what I need to be as far as whatever call was called, I felt like it was going to help our team win. And uh, that's how I carried myself every day is how can I be productive with the limited reps that I had back then because I was only playing on certain downs, um, as you know. Um, so I just wanted to take advantage of every rep that I got. And the only way I could do that and be productive, I had to be in the right place at the right time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined live via the In My Own Words hotline by former Alabama linebacker Nico Johnson, two-time Southeastern Conference champion, three-time BCS national champion, played under Nick Saban from 2009 to 2012. And Nico, the hardest thing in college football is to win a national championship. It's hard to win a conference title. It's hard to win a national championship. It's even more hard to win one going undefeated. I mean, very few teams do this. And you were part of the only team of the Nick Saban era in Alabama to do this, the 2019, the 2009 season. What was it about that team and that season where it felt like everybody was locked in? Everybody was focused. There was no lag off. There was no lager gagging around. I mean, I understand there were some games here and there that you had to depend on some fortunate breaks, some some lucky bounces, if you will. But from the outside looking in, it just felt like everybody was locked in from the word go. And that is very hard to accomplish. So in, in your mind, what led to everybody being on the same wavelength that season? Um, it was kind of that motivation of, you know, the before that year, past time we won, as meaning Alabama was 1992. So it goes back to what I was saying just then. We didn't want to be that one person that caused this team to not succeed or get something successful, meaning a championship. So uh, we didn't have any off-field distractions. We didn't have any classroom issues. Uh, we didn't have no guys laid and all those things. It was, it was just we wanted to win so bad and kind of bring Alabama back. You know, I, I said earlier, you know, about you know what you know I looked at, at what was sold to me as far as Alabama. One thing I liked about Alabama when I went on a, a, a recruiting visit or, or official, unofficial, whatever. Uh, was the fact that all I heard was we want to bring back what Alabama used to used to be, and that excited me, you know, because I remember growing up watching Alabama. I remember, you know, the times where they they those big games where they always won, and I, I just it, it always stuck with me. So to be a part of something like the 2019 and, and be so close and. and, and have a chance to win a championship, you know, going 8-0 and 9-0, and you know, we felt how close we was. So as the season got going, that focus became to uh, be stronger. Uh, we began to work out a lot more. Uh, we began to hold each other accountable uh, a lot more. But the one thing I can't say is everybody took, picked up their own weight. You know, you don't have to, even though we had leaders, every individual person on that team from you know, quarterback to walk on to everybody, coaching staff to training, training staff, nutrition, everybody was all on the same page. 
all because we wanted to win so bad and we wanted to put Alabama's name back in that fold of, you know, great teams of winning a championship. Um, so that, that's kind of how it was. It was just, we didn't want to let each other down. And, and that's what drove us every day. We didn't want to let each other down. When our name was called, whether we were a starter, non-starter, we wanted to have the same intensity, the same focus, the same mindset. And it would just, it, it just echoed. And it started with guys like Rolando McClain, or Javier Arenas, or uh, Greg McElroy. It started with all those guys, and it just kind of just trickled down all the way down the roster uh, to where everybody's just on the same page. We got Nico Johnson on the line. If you're just tuning in here to In My Own Words, Nico Johnson, former Alabama linebacker, two-time Southeastern Conference champion, three-time BCS national champion. 2018, this past year, and I know, Nico, you're in coaching now as you're with Billy Napier, another former Alabama assistant at the University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. But, you know, in your spare time, more than likely you have an opportunity to check up and check out what the uh, the alma mater is doing. And uh, in 2018, uh, offensively, you know, Alabama was great. Tua Tagovailoa did some things that rewrote the record books, had guys standing up, had fans cheering. Uh, the offense was outstanding, but you couldn't help but to notice the fan base would go. You know, the offense is great, but, you know, where's our defense? You know, this run of championships, this run of greatness has been done on the defensive side of the football. And when you stack up the numbers, when you stack up the leadership from the guys that you played with of a 2015 defense, the 2016 unit to this past season's group, you could see kind of a noticeable drop despite the fact that Alabama was still able to get to a Southeastern Conference title game and win and the college football playoff. In your perspective, did you sense anything that was missing from that 2018 group as opposed to, you know, years past on defense? Um, the only thing I can say is I, I don't think the, the defense had that that look at now. I don't think they was out to dominate their opponent and win their one-on-one battles. That's one thing that we, we pride ourselves on, whether it was in practice, spring, camp, Whatever it was, we wanted to win our one-on-one battles. We wanted to dominate our one-on-one battles. I didn't see that as a collective group. You know, the games I watched, I didn't see that. Um, no matter if you was playing, you know, small teams, big teams, whatever it was, I just didn't see that dominance that we once had. And I know it's cliche to say, but you, you, you'll be able to turn on film or be able to watch a game and you can just tell, uh, if Alabama defense is dominant or being dominant week in and week out or not. And that's what we that's that's one thing I can say we didn't do well last year. We didn't we didn't dominate our opponents. You know, we beat teams pretty bad, but as far as on the you know, the defense side of the ball, we didn't dominate guys. You know, we didn't make teams one dimensional. Uh we didn't affect the quarterback like I thought we should have. It was a collective group of things that, you know, everybody could have done uh as a unit. To, to help everything out, but we, I think we just didn't dominate. We didn't dominate guys. We didn't win those one-on-one battles. You know, we, we didn't get after guys. In other words, I think this 2018 defense was more so, they was the nail instead of being a hammer. You know, past years, we've always, as far as on defense, we've always been the hammer. We've always been the attackers. We've always been 
you know, the ones going after people first. Well, the 2018 defense was kind of, you know, I hate to say it, it was, it was more so we was on our heels a lot. You know, we wasn't fighting back. We wasn't, you know, going after guys like I know we, you know, was capable of. But uh, I, I just felt like we didn't dominate like I know we could have. When you look at that, Nico, and we all live on the phone with Nico Johnson here on In My Own Words, transitioning from that to the 2019 season this year upcoming, who are the players that you are excited about to watch kind of restore that dominance, restore that communication, restore that mindset of, we're going to make you quit every time you come on the field and play us who are those guys for 2019 that you are salivating about that can have that type of play? It's going to be it's going to be Jennings. You know, Jennings is, is I think the the most experienced besides Dylan. You know, I think those two guys are going to have to set the standard. They're going to have to set the standard every day. Um, whether like I said, in spring ball camp, whatever, they should have all by now. They should have already set the standard. You know what is going to be for the long haul. But I think Jennings, Jennings and Mosley, Mosley, Dylan Mosley, um, they got to set that standard. They got to be the guys that lead that group week in, week out, day in and day out for the rest of the season. Because I feel like, you know, with those two guys, that defense will be as great as those two guys want it to be. And, and if they can get that going within those two and do what they need to do as leaders, I feel like they're going to be a good football team, a good defense as well. Um, so I have to say those two, Dylan and Jennings, I, I think those two are going to have to be the key to to that defense success. He's Nico Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, joining me live here on the In My Own Words Hotline, uh, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Nico, thank you so much for taking time to come out, be a part of the show, and have some fun with me. You have any last words, my man? Oh, no, nah, man. I, it's just, I just want the time to get back to doing what they do best. You know, I'm, I'm coaching uh, now, of course, you know how that goes, but uh, I just want the time to get back to doing what they do best because even though I'm coaching, I still love my alma mater. I want them to get back to that standard that we once set years ago because it's bittersweet to, to look back and be like, dang, man, I, I started in 2009, here it is, 2019. And they're still playing to the same standard that we set years ago. You know, that's bittersweet. And any other player tell you the same. Um, so that's really about it. And, and, and roll tide. He's Nico Johnson from uh, Nico Johnson. Played at Alabama from 09 to 2012, two-time SEC champion, three-time BCS national champion. We're going to take our first break here on In My Own Words. As always, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app for all things Crimson Tide news, notes, and information. You can check it out via the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. Podcast options always listed for you at the bottom of the screen. When we return, we dive into my five impactful freshmen for the upcoming season. We're coming back, folks, to end my own words. <laughs> 